Welcome to the podcast where we unveil a story that you likely have never heard. Hence the creative title of this podcast, a story you haven't heard. The tales come to you by way of the Northern California Water Association. Our good friends there hope to enlighten and inspire you with stories that may just give you a different perspective of various people and industries doing some great work to help those who need it the most. Today's story is titled, A No Will Not Suffice. And now, a story you haven't heard. Girls were not allowed. Classes in farming were strictly for boys who would one day become farmers or ranchers. School-age girls were to take home economics so they could learn to cook and clean. Or, at least, that's what educators at Merced High School believed to be true. That is, until they met Mary. See, taking a no wasn't in Mary's blood. She didn't back down from challenges. She had been hardened on the inside many years earlier. At just five years old, Mary's father was stricken with rheumatoid arthritis. It attacked his joints, leaving his hands and legs nearly useless. The family's source of income was now in jeopardy. Mary would be asked to grow up quickly. The family had 300 cows in the heart of California's Central Valley, but with no one to lead the way, the operation was sold to pay the bills. But that did not mean the work was over. Tenant farmers had cattle that grazed and often needed to be moved from field to field. Mary and her brother, they were cheap labor, and the family, they needed the money. So Mary did the work. Life, Mary discovered, does not come easy. And at school, it wouldn't get easier. Discrimination against girls was fairly acceptable for the time. It was the 1950s, and future farmers of America did not allow girls into their program. With persistent pleading from Mary, Merced High finally relented and led her into the farm class that was supposed to be just for the boys. But there was still a hitch. Despite being a 4-H all-star, when the FFA portion of class began, Mary was forced to stand outside. Yep, even in the days when temperatures were in the 30s and 40s, Mary would be in the out looking in. You'd think the cold would have chilled Mary's desire for life in agriculture. But then you don't know Mary. A few years after college, Mary was set to become the first employee of her local water district in Northern California. She'd begun running her grandfather's rangelands near Williams, and she had the experience and education to succeed. But the executive director role would not feel right, they said, for a woman. So she became the secretary. Though, as you can likely guess, Mary wasn't taking notes and calls. She ran the place. Soon, Mary found herself in the middle of a balancing act, trying to find a way to meet the Bureau of Reclamation's Management Conservation Plan with the needs and practices of farmers in the district. They said she'd have to choose farms over conservation or conservation over farms. But like many of the other choices Mary has been presented with, she didn't take that offer. She did it her own way. She chose both, something quite rare at the time. Mary was determined to prove that water could be used to grow crops and benefit wildlife. It wasn't an either-or. To make her case, she teamed up with others in the Maxwell Irrigation District. The collection of farmers agreed to give up water in the summer months so more of it could be sent downstream. Why? So endangered fish could have more food, which would then send populations upward. The program worked almost immediately. 
This nutrient-rich water successfully boosted phytoplankton and zooplankton growth, both of which are much desired by the Delta smelt to reproduce. It is these efforts that have made Mary Wells a rock star in the farm and conservation worlds. And it all comes down to flipping a few cants into cans. The fighting spirit she has put on display for several decades now was developed when her father first fell ill. She says it led to overcoming odds and challenges that fell before her. Today, Mary is still putting up the good fight. And the no's, well, they're a little less frequent because as most understand by now, Mary is likely going to do it anyway. And that's a story you haven't heard.